0: Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is Steve coming at you. Uh, I just wanted to give a little bit of a heads up to you all. This episode that you're about to hear was a special Patreon-exclusive episode that we recorded just before season four of Stranger Things dropped. So all of the trivia, all the references, all the knowledge that we have uh, was a pre-Stranger Things 4 world. All the, all the questions uh, encapsulate seasons one through three of Stranger Things. But the reason why we're releasing this now is because of you uh it's no secret that we were the little show that could and with season four of stranger things we got so many more listeners and all of you really kind of banded together left us reviews left us star ratings, sent an email sent in voicemail sent in tweets did all this amazing things and it And have really made this show a little bit of a little community, a community that could not just a podcast that could. So we wanted to really express our deepest gratitude by releasing this episode that we worked so, 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 so hard on. So that you guys can get a little bit of enjoyment out of it. And if you really like this type of stuff, uh, I encourage you to maybe become a patron of the show where episodes like this drop uh, monthly. Uh, currently on our Patreon, if you go to patreon.com slash streaming things, we have a poll going on to see what our next bonus episode will be. That poll is between The Thing, Stand By Me, Aliens, and War Games, all movies that influence Stranger Things. So if you want to listen to that episode, if you want to take part in the poll, join our Patreon and you can get episodes similar to this. But if you can't, that's okay. We're still loving all the emails, tweets, and voicemails that you guys have been leaving us. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I really hope you enjoy the Stranger Things trivia slash D&D campaign that I worked way too hard on. <laughs> so with that, enjoy. It's call like What do you mean? 11. Friends don't lie. Stop it! You're freaking her out! He's freaking me out! The upside down. Do you understand what he's talking about? No. i have got a juggler, buddy! Oh god, please tell me it's not the kid. I need you to hide! Warnings are for coffee and contemplation. Holy shit. Welcome back. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this is is Streaming Things. The Full Monty. That's not the title. There was a comma in between that. (laughs) Full nude on stage. (laughs) Let's go. We are covering Stranger Things content once again. It has begun. Uh, As you listen to this, you'll already have heard or be able to listen to our at least episode one of Stranger Things four recap predictions, thoughts, Uh, Reminiscence, but we're recording it before anyone can watch that show. So we're waiting together for the drop of Stranger Things 4. We're a mere three hours ish away. Three minutes and, or I'm sorry, three hours and two minutes. Yeah, three hours, two minutes. Yeah. From Stranger Things 4. So Steve has some kind of tomfoolery planned for us. Some kind of Stranger Things related, uh tangential, adjacent, if you will. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Trivia. A game for Andy and I to battle our Stranger Things wits. It's Andy's a, it's got a the secret edge. game. He's keeping it secret and safe. Yeah, we don't know what it is. Uh, but Andy is wearing a Hawkins Middle School A V Club t-shirt. So I feel like he's got an early lead. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, you. he came dressed to play. Chris, did you come dressed to play? I'm wearing a Zelda shirt. would does that answer your question? Uh, it sure does. <laughs> <laughs> My answer is Ocarina of Time. <laughs> but, it, but it is a little appropriate. Oh, it is a little appropriate that nice. you're, wear, you're wearing a shirt that has to deal with a little bit of time travel because that will come up today in the trivia game that I have created. Listener. As you may know, I am famous for the trivia uh, games I put together for these two schmucks. Uh, <laughs> Jabronis. We've done, we've done uh, President's Day movie trivia. We've done... Twice. Presidents Again. <laughs> Presidents Again. That was Jeopardy edition. So <laughs> I built an Oscars Jeopardy game. Yeah. You did. Chris did. It was one really, that, really good. I, I dropped the ball, gentlemen. I haven't made one yet. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm looking at you. Your time will come. I thought you were going to say I'm the (laughs) captain now. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. I am the captain now. So sit your ass down because it's about to get real. I thought because this is Stranger Things time and tis the season, we're so excited for the show to drop. Not only would we have Stranger Things themed trivia, that's a no brainer. But these guys, as you all know, are pros at Stranger Things. So I wanted to mix it up. I wanted to make it special. I wanted to make this memorable for the patrons. So I've done the most Stranger Things thing possible. Not only have I created fun and mirth for this evening, not only have I created a trivia game for you two, I have created... You a- did it upside down. <laughs> I did, I, I like a bat. <laughs> I created a Stranger Things trivia Dungeons & Dragons campaign that you two will be characters in, competing with each other. Oh my goodness. So the goal. So it's co-op. It's co-op. The goal isn't you guys are competing against me. Oh, you guys are competing together. You're using your accumulated knowledge of the show that we all love so much to see if you can get the best outcome in this campaign, because there are several outcomes. Wow, There are branching story paths. There is a lot of work that I put way too much time into for this (laughs) game. And hopefully it goes well, because full disclosure, I have never dungeon mastered a thing in my life. I've never even played Dungeons and Dragons. I've never dungeon mastered. <laughs> I've never done it. So in the lead up to this, I actually interviewed and talked to three people who have been DMs in the past to get their ideas, you know, pick their brains on what they would do with trivia. So it's a it's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. Do you guys have any questions for me before we? Oh, comment, I have Mark? many, and I don't think they will help me at all. Yeah. Let's okay. Just, well, let's I, just do it. Yeah. I will give you in. a very basic general. I've never breakdown. been dungeon mastered. So, the, so, where's my twenty sided die, Master it's Me, Daddy? Right here, my dude. Okay, he was. I was kidding. All I right, can't <laughs> you can't have Dungeons and Dragons without a D twenty, right? Don't I have yeah. to create my character, uh, my dude? I have created your characters for you. Oh, shit. And what is my name? Is it Dirty Mike and Andy's the well, here's boys? The thing. Here's the thing. Because <laughs> that's how I played D&D. Thanks, thanks for the F-Shack. <laughs> so here's the thing. Let me just break down a little bit, kind of general what to expect. Okay. There is going to be four separate rounds of ten trivia questions. All okay. Right? Each round is slightly different. I won't tell you how they're different until we get there. Sure. But are you the Hydra or the Demogorgon? Neither. Okay. I am neither. I am merely God in <laughs> this world. Okay. now <laughs> before me. Um, and in between the, the trivia. There's, Say betwixt. This is D&D. Betwixt the the trivia of this realm, you will be, you know, exploring rooms, solving puzzles, working together, working it out, right? And we can do whatever we want in D&D, right? Uh, Yeah, technically. Can we, like, explore each other's bodies? I don't see why not. If I roll high enough <laughs> roll for roll, for, initiative. Initiative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. roll for exploration. You, uh, you, you only got a six denied. Oh man. Story of my life. That's not even over the shirt action. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So I have two, uh, character, uh, Traits. Okay. So you know like a bard or a thief I have created two specifically I will read them to you and you guys can pick amongst yourselves Which ones you want Okay. First up we have The wise The smartest person to ever pick up a mic You have spent your entire life filling your head with knowledge Although this may have dampened your social life You never felt you needed to in The interaction of your peers Books, television, comics and movies Or your friends This would all change when you met your trivia partner through that relationship, you begin to question your previous contentment with being a hermit. Being the wise means you have intuition, which grants you the power of one hint per trivia round. Okay. So that is the wise. The second character we have is the perceptive, seeing what others cannot. Growing up with your parents' scientists meant there was a lot expected of you. You had to be smart, but you also had to deal with the occasional experiment every now and then. After one such experiment, you begin noticing things that others could not. You could read people's moods, see objects with significant importance. This knowledge made you aloof and strange to the other kids. All but one. An incredibly smart (laughs) trivia partner. (laughs) <laughs> so, gentlemen, which one of you? Oh, I'm sorry. The power of the perceptive gets true sight. The player can tap into the upside down, allowing them to see clues in our world that are otherwise invisible. So, clues so one will hint. so one will help you during the trivia round. The other, the other will you help you with scenarios. Scenario. Okay. Okay. Chris, so, do you? Do you? Have I don't a, think uh, I have a preference. preference. No? I don't think. No. No. Okay. Um let's see well i am the smartest man to ever pick up a microphone it's so. true you're gonna be the wise <laughs> i'll be the wise and I'll andrew be the, the wise sir andrew the wise to chris me, the perceptive uh, that's mr president to you as per our last game i believe <laughs> that you are however there are no technically named like the name is the perceptive right no that's just the character class so i could be dirty mike the perceptive yes you could be dirty mike can i write on this uh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know if you want to use it for other friends. Can change, do you want paper to the boys? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can. If yeah, I'm me, dirty Mike, I'll you grab, have to I'll, be I the can boys. Grab some paper. Yeah, go grab some paper. Yeah. Do you need a pen? Uh, I, I have great. extra pens. Uh, oh, sure, great, thank okay. you. Okay. I have a pencil because I feel like I will need it. So, want to use the back of this one? Sure. How much paper do we need? There we go. Just in case you guys want to give take me that some gel notes. pen back, though. Hey, you're toast Chris on drew a wiener on this. I did. I did. I didn't think you were going to have to see that. Sorry. That was for my eyes only. <laughs> All right. Dirty <laughs> Mike and the boys. Foods are shaped like dicks. <laughs> Dirty Mike and the boys conquering the dungeon. We're going to make this dungeon RF shack. <laughs> Wait. So Andy, is your name the boys? It is. Yeah, okay. it, it has to be. <laughs> Okay, so Chris is Dirty Mike, the perceptive, Uh and the boys, the wise. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. This is a fantastical realm. (laughs) Well, names are strange. Are you guys ready to start the campaign? Indeed. All right, let's get started. So, let's begin the campaign known as The Secrets of Strange Things, when the fate of time and reality depend on matters most trivial. (laughs) (laughs) so much fun it's finally here the Stranger Things convention held in Hawkins Indiana you're such huge fans of the show that you've entered the Stranger Things trivia competition after after successfully winning several qualifying rounds you find yourself squaring off against the other finalists Connie and James your rivals Mm. maybe something you can do will give you an edge for the trivia perhaps Uh, Now is your action phase, guys. Go ahead and uh, let me know what you guys want to do. And and keep in mind, during the action phase, you can ask me all sorts of stuff. Can I do this? Can I do that? And when you feel like you've exhausted the opportunities, then you say, let's start the trivia. And then we'll start the trivia. Okay. All right. Okay. So what is not starting the trivia gain us? Perspective and world building. Like, okay. Could we gain like extra... (laughs) <laughs> we can just skip skip all his hard work and be like Let's just fucking do the yeah. <laughs> And, and all, honestly you could. The so in between the trivia games is meant to either further the story, find clues that will help you get more points in the trivia rounds. So this and and if you do a cert, if you do certain if you do well in trivia rounds that will give you bonuses that will help you later on in the campaign. So it's worth to maybe kind of explore a little bit. Okay. Okay, so Connie and James are our rivals. They're at this we're at the convention. Yes. Uh, have we entered the convention yet? Are, are, so are we, we standing outside? I mean, I just gave you the preface. It's up to you guys. Yeah. So we we let's walk in. Yeah, let's go inside and let's look around. All right, you walk into the convention. There's it's a big open hall. There's a lot of people they've gathered. They're waiting mm. for the trivia round to start. There's a stage. You see Connie and James up there already. They're at their little mm. their little booth. They're they're talking amongst themselves. Connie is, you know, average height he's got curly sandy blonde hair james is a tall gangly redheaded kid okay. mm, the worst gangly and redhead <laughs> 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 okay soulless are, are there any uh uh S- 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 stranger things convention are there any stranger things actors here not in this room no no okay 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 but there are other rooms i have to pee so okay. i say we go to the convention bathroom do you want to go with me i could get a uh soft pretzel while you go pee okay do we have to roll for that? Uh, sure. <laughs> How well do you pee? I got a six. I don't think I do well, even though you're 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 a little nervous about how you're going to do in the trivia round. So you kind of get in there, you you get a little squirts out, um, but nothing's coming out. You're a nervous peer. So you try to zip it back up, but you get that little like pee stain on your pants. So now you're even more. Connie's going to make fun of me for sure. Connie's going to point at that shit and make so much fun of Andy. Roll for pretzel. (laughs) (laughs) See if you get a hot one or a stale one oh Dude. no you does <laughs> so, he, even, he doesn't get any dipping sauce no cheese no mustard they, they straight up don't sell pretzels <laughs> okay oh. you yeah. go up to the good get- saying you're like hi one pretzel please and they're like no <laughs> we have hot dogs and that's it okay now that i've wet myself slightly and andy's still hungry <laughs> i say we approach we confront connie and james I, I okay. think I, I, this sounds like pokemon to me now connie james <laughs> james is part of team Rocket. yeah <laughs> okay is it the same james and now he's a stranger things fan now he is canon yeah <laughs> is that the, our new canon oh, to- i'm here for trivia yes <laughs> do i that's right do i have to roll to confront connie and james no you can just go up to it okay, okay. Yeah. we approach connie and james Oh, hey, it's it's you losers. It's Mike and the boys. Dirty Mike. <laughs> Thank you, Connie. It's my full name. This is a fantastical realm. That's the boys the y to <laughs> you. What kind of name is the boys? Anyway, I it, it just rolls off the tongue. You guys are going ginger down. fuck. We have watched all 3 seasons of Stranger Things. A billion times in anticipation for this so we know our stuff and you guys clearly don't well there's obviously not enough time in the world for you to watch all the stranger things with three times to- a billion times all yeah. three seasons so you're lying he makes good point connie shut up james yeah the average lifespan is about 692,000 hours and that's if you live to 79 so whatever this conversation's going nowhere <laughs> i'm gonna go prepare and what's that connie walks off and james chases after her i shout after her they don't have any pretzels she's obviously mad about the pretzels? <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. She yells sure. back. So I want to I'm going to give you a little bit of a hint here. Okay. Just because or is this his his power hint or a free hint? I'm Yes. You're the perceptive. My, I'm giving I my a hint is trivia. I'm giving a perceptive person hint. Okay. So this is my true sight. So true the true sight is going to be beneficial to you guys when you're doing these exploratory. Sure. Realms. I should have used that before is what you're saying. Got it. If you want to use it, you can use it. I'm, I'm merely just throwing it yeah, out there. I'm using my true sight. Is okay. that what I have to do to use <laughs> it? Roll for it. Roll to see how true. <laughs> this your is my true f- <laughs> <laughs> I am a Borat. Everyone <laughs> looks at you in confusion. Send it back. The sight is from Kazakhstan. 10. 10. That's decent. It's a pretty, it's a halfway, it's a compromise. Halfway happy. I halfway happy. <laughs> you use your true sight to get a little bit of an insight into Connie and James as they are people. Through your true sight, you noticed they actually seem nervous mm. maybe you guys have a better chance at winning this than you thought just as you're about to feel good about this you hear something a boy frantically riding a bicycle through the crowd no one seems to see him but he's definitely there and and scared he jumps off his bike and runs frightened to the back room behind the stage you're left curious why did not no one see this boy and why'd only you interesting he, he runs off backstage into a door backstage. Yeah. Okay. Chase the boy. Uh, yeah, let's let's chase the boy. We follow the boy. So you, so you go into the back room where the boy went. Nothing's there. Interesting, empty room. We search the room. The only thing. Dirty Mike, did you see what I saw? I seen it. You seen it? <laughs> That's how I talk. <laughs> That's how Dirty Mike does. I seen it. There is nothing in the room of importance. There is an. You notice an old an old jukebox, a dusty cash register, and a tattered couch, but nothing seems to be important as of right now. All right. Okay. For a moment, we sit on the tattered couch. And roll roll for success. 18. We sit on the, the fuck out of that couch. Dude, yet. that couch is folded to your butt. <laughs> it was meant for you. Am I like perched on like the arm rest? And- yeah. that's is that, that is that your go-to couch move? Yeah. Then I, you, I feel like that's what the boys would you do. You make this couch your bitch. Okay, now I'm rested. We search the cash register for cash. <laughs> 20. 20. Yes! 20. <laughs> You open the cash register, you do find that there is a $10 bill and three quarters inside. Okay, it's 10 75 Okay. And since we didn't, there's no pretzels to buy with it, unfortunately. However, that's do, good. do we take the money? Oh, we do. We For do. sure. It, I'm Dirty Mike. All right. Dirty Mike takes <laughs> the money. All right. uh, now we play the jukebox. What, what? There was a jukebox in there? What else was in the room? Couch, uh, jukebox, cash register. Okay. Yeah, uh, so let's check out the jukebox. What kind of uh, tunes do we got on there? Uh, the tunes seem to be uh, anywhere between like. Uh, Is there songs. any Jefferson Starship? Absolutely. There's Jefferson Starship on awesome. there. It's it's a lot of songs ranging from like the 50s through the, the 80s. Okay. okay. I would like to play Jefferson Starship, please. Roll. roll. <laughs> 18. You roll on 18, you punch in the numbers in Jefferson Starship, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So there's numbers on this shoebox. There is okay. Do I have any more is suicide there, abilities? No. Is there an eleven on the jukebox? There is not. But you guys do hear something off in the distance. It sounds like the MC at the uh, on the main stage is calling for the trivia members to come up. The last round of trivia is about to start for the Stranger Things fan convention. Will you guys win? Will you answer the call? We answer the call. We yeah right. All right. It's Here time. comes Dirty Mike and the boys, bitches. Dirty That's Mike. So I and shout the boys. as I enter the room. And, and the, the, the MC is clearly giving you the don't, don't do it, don't do it, don't say that. <laughs> children here. I rolled a five, I can't say that. All right, welcome everybody to the general trivia final round. We have Dirty Mike and the boys to our left. To our right, we have Connie and James. James. I'm James. <laughs> so, contestants, we work, were, we're, I'm going to ask you a series of 10 questions. If you get the question correct, you will hear this noise. If you get the question wrong, you will hear this noise. Mm-mm. Do you guys understand the game? We do. See, are you ready? We are. All right. First question. Who is the founder of Hawkins Middle AV Club? Bob Newby. That is correct. The boys. Mm. Nailed <laughs> the it. boys, the wise. <laughs> Second question Which of the boys swears the most on the show? Uh, Dustin, Uh, I would say, right, Andy? Yeah, I would say Dustin. We're going to go with Dustin. Dustin? That is correct. It is Dustin. Question number three What city is Susie from? Oh, Uh, Salt Lake City? I think so. I can't think of anything better. Yeah. That is correct. It is Salt Lake City, Utah. Question number four. What arcade game does Max get a better score than Dustin in? Easy peasy. Dig Dug. Dig Dug. I was going to say, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Dig Dug is correct. You guys are crushing this round. Great job. Number five for Halloween. Who dresses as Peter Venkman from the Ghostbusters? I believe two of them do. Yeah, and they Mike argue and about Lucas. it. Yeah, it's Mike and Lucas, right? I think so, yes. Mike and Lucas, final answer? Yes. It is. Correct. Great job, guys. I think we're going we're gonna to start going into the more difficult questions. Are you guys ready? I think yes. so. Roll to see how Connie and James are doing. Roll to see how they're doing. How are they handling over there? They got a nine. Oh, you guys are in the lead. You're winning right now. <laughs> <Hot>. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Question number six. What is the name of Hopper's actual daughter? Sarah. Sarah, yeah. That is correct. Sarah. Great job. Question number seven. Who is the father of Jonathan and Will Byers? Lonnie Byers. Yes. Great job. Andy, I think you're going to get this one. Question number eight. What book does I, Hopper sorry, read? Andy? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The Boys. <laughs> this one goes out to the boys. <laughs> what book does Hopper read to his daughter before she dies? Oh, no. Um... Oof! you thought I was going to get this one I remember because in or the you podcast somebody, somebody you were the one Andy. that knew this book uh, <laughs> was it a wrinkle in time final answer mm. Chris is shaking his head no I, no, I got nothing that oh, okay. just rings no bells but I don't think I ever knew this book I'm going to say yes that's the final answer. <laughs> answer I'm sorry the answer was Anne of Green Gables oh, oh, no. it was Anne okay. of Green Gables the next two, see, I'm tricking you on these last three. Question number nine. This is a hard one. I didn't know this one. What is the name of the Byers family dog only featured in season one who yeah. dies off screen between seasons? What is the name of the Byers, Byers family dog. dog? Yeah, that's, it barks at the shed and it's the reason Hopper goes oh, in there and Joyce yeah. is like, ah, he's just barking at shit. Ha! I don't know the name of the dog. Is the dog's name ever said in the show? Uh, I believe she says it once. Um, okay. Let's go with Chewy. Now, I again, I'm throwing this out there. Andy oh, has you, a hint. I have a hint. There are powers to be used. Hint, please. Would you like a hint? Yes, please. Do I roll for the hint? No, uh, I'll give you a hint. What's a good hint? It's a word that rhymes with jester. So it's either chester chester or something Lester. highly inappropriate. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's I, definitely Chester. not sequester. That's a strange dog name. That's, that's, that's <laughs> sequester sit. <laughs> Danny, your new name sequester. <laughs> are, are we going with Chester? Yeah, I'd say let's go with Chester. Okay. Chester final answer. Yes. Great yes. job guys. Chester the dog. Last question. It all comes down to nine this. out of 10. Right. If we get this, that's money, baby. According to the shooting script for all three seasons of Stranger Things, what is the actual name of the Upside Down? I Mm. I don't know. Is this a trick question and the answer is the Upside Down? I doubt it. I doubt it. If you were to pronounce Hawkins backwards, would it be... (laughs) (laughs) Snoogans <laughs> Snoogans I doubt it's that. Snuika. Sn- 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 uh uh yeah. Wait, can can we get another sn- hand? It like would be sn- Sniqua. Yeah, one around, one around. Sniqua, Sniqua. Uh well, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Snick was as good a guess as any. What are we gonna say? Ethereal. Yeah. Gobbled- okay. S- sn- Sniqua. Final answer. Sniqua. Would you shit yourself if that was right? I <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is the nether. The nether. That's cool. I think I did know that at one point. All right. Let me tally up your, your, your result here. Yeah. All right, I need yeah. you guys to roll to see how well you did against Connie and James. What Three. Ooh, that's bad. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is that how they did or how we did against them? Oh, that's how they did. They got that's a nine sweet. earlier, but. Ooh, ooh, boy. Snuck, snuck away there. You answer the question and by the skin of your teeth, you beat Connie and James. Yes! Yes. Yes. By one single point. You guys begin celebrating. The crowd goes wild. Ooh, Mike, and dirty Mike and the boys. But just then, as everyone reaches peak happiness for your victory, Mm. the lights go dim. Uh Uh-oh. They begin to flicker with madness. Marvin Gaye comes on the jukebox. All in attendance. I've been really tired. Sorry. No one hears it because it's in the back. Okay. (laughs) All in attendance become uneasy, frantically looking around to see what has caused the electrical interference. The pace of the light flickering intensifies, becoming quicker and quicker and quicker until finally comes to a complete stop, resulting in the entire convention room plunging into darkness. Everyone goes quiet. Then suddenly, the back doors burst open violently. Red light pours into the convention hall. Several dark silhouettes appear in the doorways. If you didn't know any better, you'd say those silhouettes were those of Demo Dog's. That's when one of those silhouettes leaps from the doorway and begins tearing apart the person closest to them. It is a demo dog. Those are demo dogs. Demo dogs are real. What? What do you guys do? They're starting to attack everybody in the the, the crowd. We attack the demo dogs. We attack? We are not bitches, Andy. (laughs) We're two nerds. We are Dirty Mike and the boys. (laughs) The boys, the wise. They're all nerds in the show and they fight. Um... They're ripping people apart, guys. Yeah. What are you going to uh, do? I look around. Is there a weapon nearby? Uh, you got like a mic stand. Uh, there's no like w- a conventional weapon. Just okay. something you... Like, I'm maybe, swinging a mic stand maybe at maybe the demo chairs. dog. Okay. Fourteen you roll a 14 pretty good you hop off the stage you grab the mic stand Ah-ha! you do your best to make your way through the mass of people but Excuse there's me there's, there's hundreds of people between you and the doors and they're trying to get away from the demo dog sure luckily you get just close enough to take a little swing at a demo dog uh-huh. you clip it uh-huh it does Contact nothing made. to you okay it, it, you do nothing to it it kind of just it, it does that thing where you hit it and it slowly looks back at you and you know you're done messed up okay. do we have any so three we- musketeers <laughs> no, no, not on you, not on your person. No soft pretzels either. Okay, so it sounds like we need to run. Like, yeah. or we could use True Sight. Is it too early for True Sight? Um, no, we need to use it. Maybe we should. I, I, I don't. I Maybe feel we should like run. There might be a clue seems, section. This seems like a situation where we're supposed to get away and like collect ourselves. Okay, we run. Roll to run. Roll for running. Nineteen. You guys run so well. (laughs) Like you hit that demo dog, and you like shove someone in the way between you and it, Good, and allows you to just book it. You you fly, and you take cover behind the stage safely, but you continue to watch the carnage happening in the convention hall. Um, You see demo dogs ripping people apart. Some people kind of manage to get out of the fire exits, but then you see him, a very tall and grotesque creature of a man who has a head that is just one stalked eye under a hood. The eye almost looks like a flashlight beaming out of it. Uh, his upper shirtless torso looks like that of a rotted blue corpse. His lower body is seemingly all tentacles. Tentacles! He walks in these tentacles so gracefully that he almost appears to be floating. He carries one large imposing staff in his right hand. Uh, and you recognize this character from one of your own D&D monster books the chronomancer oh my name, david chronomancer dirty mike is that the chronomancer i believe it is the boys fuck (laughs) the chronomancer steps into the, the 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 room and he takes his staff and he just fucking wails on five people trying to rush past him he screams out to the demo dog find the portal Okay. Like, oh, there's, so the little boy was in the back and he disappeared. So the portal must be behind the stage. We should go back there. We go back As, to the little room. Hold, hold, on, no, hold on, hold no, on, no, we don't. You're still hiding. We cause, wait. Cause We're he's, hiding. He's fucking shit up. You guys yeah. don't want to mess with this dude. Ah. He, he he he's trying to find a portal as he's making his way towards that back room you notice you you see that he's going where you guys were earlier on his way there his eye seems to fixate on connie and james who are also cowering up on the stage they they haven't moved they're still up there mm, losers uh, he rushes towards them and just slices them in half with his staff oh jesus they're <laughs> fucking dead <laughs> And they're only dead because they're in his way. He slices through them gracefully, and he and his demo dogs, demo dogs file into that back room you guys were in previously, and close the door behind them. This allows everyone in the convention hall time to run out of the doors. The ones who survived, at least, and leaving you guys there behind the stage. Should you? You should probably see what this is about. Why is he? Why did he go back there? There was nothing back there. Before. Now we go home. <laughs> 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 okay so i i would like to put put my ear up against the door and try to listen you put your ear up uh,
1: yeah right, go ahead and roll
0: go ahead and roll. roll i'm not used to dming i'm sorry this is a really bad way of this thinking. is great this buddy. is wonderful you hold your ear up to the door and you hear squishing noises you, you can't make sure the what's springs going of on the couch <laughs> <Definitely. laughs> some demo dogs are hopping up there having just a great old time you know the necromancer's like get out <laughs> <laughs> no not in the furniture <laughs> <laughs> but you hear a, you hear a weird almost energetic noise and it's it, it, it sounds otherworldly and then out of nowhere it just <laughs> boom. silence you hear nothing it sounds like nothing's in there. No, no no demo dogs, no chronomancer. They found the portal. They, they, f- they, they seemingly found, the, found portal. the portal based on your ears. Okay. Well, you want to go in? We go in. All right. You go into the back room. It looks the exact same way you left it before. There remains the old jukebox. There remains the dusty cash register. Sans the money you took out of it. <laughs> That's right. 1075, baby. <laughs> and the tattered old couch. Uh, I would like to use my true sight. Ah, well done. You activate your true sight. You reveal that the chronomancer has used the jukebox to open a paranormal doorway. You see his vision as if he was standing there before you now, but he's not. This is a vision that you see. Mm-hmm. He, appears, uh, he appears to be using a very specific lineup of song chi- choices to activate the portal. He flips the song selection folder two times to the left and three times to the right. Right. He then begins to interact with the jukebox. You can't tell what he is hearing, but it is clear that he is communicating with the jukebox somehow. After several moments, he is seemingly successful, and the portal opens for he and his demo dogs to enter. I would like to go up to the jukebox. I would like to flip the song selection twice to the left and three to the right. You do this, nothing happens. Okay, um, so what what's i'd like to do the same thing but i'd like to look at what songs are on the on those pages uh i will only tell you that there is a plethora of songs between the 1950s and the 1980s okay i would like to flip the song selection three to the right then two to the left you do that nothing happens i would like to go three to the left two to the right you do that nothing happens i'm confused um okay now remember you guys have something in your pocket that might help you activate the jukebox. Oh, I put the quarters Money. in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have put the quarter in the jukebox, and now the jukebox is awaiting your commands. To the left, three to the right. You have activated the jukebox puzzle. You <laughs> now understand what the, ne- uh, I'm sorry, the chronomancer was doing. To enter the portal, you must enter a code. But this isn't a code of numbers or letters. It is a code of music and memory. The jukebox begins playing a song. You're not sure how, but you feel as though to progress, you have to tell the jukebox all you can about the song and its relation to Hawkins, Indiana. Is this trivia round two? And thus begins our music trivia round. I am going to be useless, Andy. I'm going to do my best, buddy. (laughs) Uh, So this is how the music trivia round goes. So each question... Or go ahead, go ahead and ask your question. The chronomancer also did this trivia before he (laughs) he he, he, Yeah. He jams. (laughs) Yeah, he knows about time and space (laughs) and he knows that this gateway is important to Hawkins, Indiana. He's going there for a reason. That's awesome. Now remember, you guys, and I'm going to throw this out there. You guys did have a true sight vision of a boy earlier. Will that boy come back? Mm, no, no, that is what I want to know about. Maybe me. he's after that boy. Okay, so this is how the music trivia is going to work. I will play ten seconds of a song that is featured in Stranger Things. What I want you to tell me, I need you to tell me the song title, the artist, and where it plays in the show we all three of those so you get a point for each okay so if you get the song title that's a point you get the artist that's another if you can tell me where it plays that's a third point there's okay. no fucking way now i'm gonna be pretty lenient with where it plays like as long as you give me the general idea like oh i played around this part i'm, 50-50 I'm 50 50 on you. artist i am zero percent chance on song title and uh, i do uh, and I, <laughs> steve's always this that is guy. completely like uh, inside baseball but i ordered these songs and 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 like uh, I, I was like okay i think the first song they can get three out of three and then by the 10th one i'm like okay i think they can get one out of three okay. <laughs> so i'm betting how well you guys are do depending okay. on so when we get zero out of three on this first song this We're is gonna, gonna be president's, president's day wrong. all the way around okay yeah this is gonna be president's day baby <laughs> for sure are you guys ready to do and i'm not going to be using the the ur, the the the, the the correct the ding no. dingies just because i have to switch soundboards halfway through and that'd be way too sure you know taxing for me okay are you guys ready for the first song let's do it sure this is the clash mm-hmm. should i stay or should i go mm-hmm. and jonathan and will this is used <laughs> several times in season one yeah jonathan and jonathan wills thing will it's out, mostly wills jonathan's room is it jonathan's room yeah uh it's also played when jonathan's trying to remind will um or he's trying to get will to come out of his like coma or not coma but uh his messization possession, possession thing that's in of, season two that's season two but so. mostly it's a huge part of season one it's also in a flashback where jonathan's driving in the car he's definitely in the room when they're singing it together and stuff anywho you guys got three points <clears throat> you know, yeah yeah You guys did great. It it plays all the time in season one, and Andy, you picked up on the season two, not as well. So good job, great job all around. Question number two, or song number two. Here we go. My life is likened to a bargain store, and I may have just what you're looking for. It's Jolene. I'm trying to think of who fucking. There's singer. like six covers of that song. They're confusing me. Jolene, Jolene. Ray LaMontagne does the best one, by the way, but that's uh, definitely not Ray LaMontagne. <laughs> that uh, that uh, was that fucking Dolly Parton. That was gonna be my guess, but I don't. I think she does. Yeah, I, I she does like an iteration movie. of it. I don't know if it's the okay. Their, so one we're they gonna used. say Dolly Parton. Um, where the Dolly fuck? Dolly Parton oh. is correct. Sweet. And Jolene is correct. Right. Where that was used, I have no idea. I'm going to say at Murray Bauman's house. Is this anywhere in the three seasons? Yes. This is season one. The, the, is that just a general hint or or all of? these? Yeah, the that's a general hint. One? Yeah, oh, I just kind yeah, of. I was just saying, it's definitely not Murray Bauman's house. Um, nah. Yeah, this, sorry. I, if anything, that would be like Hopper's introduction um, like when he's like taking the pills and smoking cigarettes out of the shower and all that shit. You can also request to, li- I forgot to mention this atop. If you need, if you feel the need to, you can request to hear the song again. Yeah. Play it again. My life is like into a bargain store. And I may have just what you're looking for. If you don't. Is that in the uh, diner? Benny's diner. I could see that. That that feels like it would fit. That's where I would put it if I was directing. Benny's Diner. That is incorrect. The song is called The Bargain Store. Oh, it wasn't even Jolene. It is by Dolly Parton. We got one point. (laughs) It happens in season one, episode six. It is when Nancy and Jonathan go to the... uh, To to get the hammers and and stuff. stuff. They they get the hammers and stuff to fight the Demogorgon. Okay. Oh, no. It's because you recognize the, the part master. Yeah. So we got four, four points out of six. So I so from now on, I'm not going to give you any clues of what. you're... So you guys need to come up with a consensus and, and then come to me. Okay, it's this, sure, this, and sure. this. Sure. Unless Andy uses his one hint, which Correct. doesn't seem like enough hints in this game,
1: because <laughs> <laughs> there's thirty
0: possible answers. All right, ready for number three? Song yes. three. Don't know when there you go break it down my man break it down okay well i know that definitely happens in season three uh when billy has escaped from the sauna test and uh we see all of the flayed standing around in the garage that's definitely where that song comes in i have no clue what the song title name or the artist is i'm gonna have to say well this is in the 50s they were dumb back then <laughs> they were literally always named what's set I so it's probably called, called we'll meet, meet, meet again. again that's or what i would have called it too so i'm gonna go with, it's called we'll meet again we'll meet a, and i'm gonna say sinatra maybe no like, definitely not no that wasn't even a man He would have <laughs> <That, laughs> it was a group was of people literally not even a man hey I'm, play am again <laughs> play it again yeah please all there's a, like 50 people all yeah, all there's a bass in the background But That's like there's a woman who's the front, and then she has a choir, so it I sounds think, like it's from like a musical or something. Um, yeah, it does, but 100 uh, percent not Sinatra. Uh, okay. So let's go with what's um, the named lovely guy's name, Cole Porter? Uh, yeah, you would know this you know with your parents and stuff listening to a lot of the 50s music. I'm trying to think of like a 50s star. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, like an old, you know, like dame, 1940s dame, yeah. The, the dames, the, the, <laughs> I don't know. And, and he yeah. said, ah, it's Vesper Chester. She's here to sing the song <laughs> for the boys at war. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I said Cole Porter. That's the closest thing to an said a woman come up with. No, it's, a, it's, a, well, no, it's, it's an artist that wrote musicals. Okay. Cole Porter. So give me all three. Uh, uh, we'll meet again. Uh, Andy said after Hold the song, Porter, the garage with the, the garage flayed. The to, yeah, yeah, that's definitely. Worth, I know that one's right. You have two out of the three right. Fist me, bro. You have the song title is "We'll Meet Again." I it fucking does play. They're, they're dumb. Play in season three, when Andy suggested, <laughs> the artist is Vera Lynn. It was a woman. Oh, Vera. Yes. <laughs> so that takes place at the very end of the song, where the chorus comes in. But I most knew it was going to be her and it's a, it is a, a 50s name it, lady. Is a, <laughs> it is a war song like oh, I want to meet my boyfriend again that type uh, of thing we'll meet again when you get back from Pink, the war. Pink Floyd has that Vera Lynn song that I like a lot alright number four song number four <sighs> yeah here they we get, go. hopefully they get easier for I, some reason I think I think you guys will like this one a lot better here we go if you're lost you can love can you find me time after time if you fall I'll look at you yeah, baby time after time i don't know who that is this is where steve would make fun of me this there are people listening to this right now who are freaking out (laughs) screaming yeah you know what i was listening to pearl jam baby (laughs) i'm I'm gonna say snowball probably Uh, i believe that is the snowball uh time after time has got to be the song title right probably and then this is a duet so i don't know Brian Adams. <laughs> <laughs> dirty mind uh, okay. So are we gonna agree on snowball and uh, sure. time after time? Sure. Uh it's definitely it's one of those guys, he's got like uh, the bangs and like the shoulder length hair afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Brian Adams. Yeah. The Canadian government has already apologized for Brian Adams. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Adams and who? Who would who would, who they, who would be occasions. duetting with? Who would he be duetting with? <laughs> Brian Adams yeah. would duet with uh, Vera Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, young sounding Vera Lynn. Uh, Paul Abdul? So the fact that it's two people makes me want to say something like Fleetwood Mac, but... It's I don't know 100% not Fleetwood Mac, so. Fleetwood Mac, my guy. You're supposed to be... <laughs> uh, this this, isn't, this, isn't this doesn't sound evil. anything oh like God. Stevie Nicks. Time after time. And she wouldn't duet with that chum bucket. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, the fact that it was like two a man and a woman singing. Uh, th- th- this is like an extra question on top of a question. So it's two artists. This is two solo artists or like a two hit wonder... Duet. It is not like two giant artists. I don't know. But so this we'll, is like. Let's go Brian Adams and fucking Jewel. <laughs> the Brian Adams thing Jewel. was. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> this is. uh. Come on, man. We're. Brian Adams. Can you play it again? If you lost, you can look, and you will find it. It's time Okay, I have another idea. It's not even a duet, it's the guy. And she's a backup singer. Okay. Am I wrong? <laughs> He's <laughs> laughing. Why is he laughing so much? Fuck you, listener. <laughs> that song's pretty damn good though. I wish I knew it. It's it's a great song. The monkeys. Um, the monkeys? Is that the monkeys? Uh, just, Is that like, Jefferson Starship? So many people are listening right now, just like throwing their headphones at the wall. Well, they shouldn't be Fucking judging Brian Adams. They shouldn't be judging Mac- <laughs> Judge Your Pants. How about that? Maybe. Okay. Um, we got nothing, don't we, buddy? Except we got time after time, and we got the snowball. I need a name, Uh, Kenny Loggins. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what are your three? What are your three answers? Snowball, time after time, Kenny Loggins. All right, you've got two of those correct. Sweet. You got can time after time. It does play at the snowball dance, specifically when Dustin is not getting a date. And the artist is Cindy Lauper. Ah. <laughs> oh. That's You're why you like, laughed because it's, it's definitely the out. dude. I got a new idea. That dude, as far as I can tell, isn't even credited. <laughs> like, it's just this is Cindy Lauper's song. I didn't even know, I would have never guessed that. I know that <laughs> girls want to have fun. Play that song. I'll get that. I'll fucking nail that. Alright, let's move on to number five. Mm, this is definitely Hopper. Get on that's hopper dancing in the, yeah, the... Oh, wait, no, no, that's in the car park? after the after the he yells at Mike, drops Mike off. And he's real happy, and he's like, "He definitely don't mess with Jim." And he like, okay. like, taps on the steering wheel. He's super happy about that. Okay, that's 100 percent that. what that is. It, did he just say, "Don't mess around with Jim"? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that's probably the name of the song. I don't think it is. Okay. I don't think. I think that's a verse. Sounded like a chorus, but um, I don't know, man. This is. It sounds like a lot like another song that it is not, and that's what keeps entering my head. I'm gonna make you laugh if I sing it, so I'm not going to. I'm not gonna let Come you mock on. me again. Let me hear, Daddy. Bad, bad, Leroy Brown, the baddest, baddest man bad in the whole damn town. The man of the King Kong. We know that a junk dog. That's not the song, but it sounds a lot like it. Good ear, Chris, because that is the same artist. Okay. That sings that's, that's what that makes sense. So then who is that artist? I don't know. Shit. It's not Leroy Brown. That's the man of which he is about which he is singing. Wait, sing that song again, Chris. As I'm, as now I'm on the spot, I can't sing. That's all. Stare at him, wide eyed. <laughs> bad, bad, Leroy Brown, the baddest bad man bad 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 in, in the whole, whole damn town. town. Take than it away, Steve. That old King Kong, meaner than a junkyard dog. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Now play that again. <laughs> Slim, but he says Jim, doesn't he? And in the truck, when he's joking around about it, yeah, I think him, Hopper says in, in turns the, it into Jim. In the song, Slim and Jim are interchangeable. We're gonna get one point on this one. Let's Look, just scrap it up. Yeah, the uh, Chrono Man says, uh, "Getting like away with his plans." We're calling. Uh, don't don't mess around with Jim. Yeah, Hopper don't in the truck, in and and then Kenny. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> You've gotten two correct. Sweet. It is called You Don't Mess Around With Jim. Nice. It does happen when you say it happened, and the artist is Jim Croach. I Croch. wanted to say that. But I was like, no, he's all soft. But that's not a soft song. And I also s- thought it was pronounced crochet. Uh either. I've definitely believed yourself was from gonna now be on because you can get cues from Steve. Dumb guess. You can see if Steve's eyes light up and okay. stuff. <laughs> or if you're way off and I just start laughing yeah <laughs> like sometimes I'll say it's definitely the guy who we need to be thinking of and he'll laugh and you'll know it's the woman okay that's that's my fault I, that, but that name absolutely Plus we do have a me. hint from you yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. trying to save I, it I, I didn't feel like the hint was gonna help there you know I'm just trying to save it for what the supposedly hard ones yeah yeah they're coming they're coming uh, number six you ready we're halfway happy we have 10 out of 15 points so far that's pretty good yeah all right here we go number six. six happy one pill makes you larger, and one pill makes you small. Chris lit up when and this the started ones playing. That mother gives you, I don't know that don't do any of this. I believe this is. I don't remember when this is in the show, though. Okay, but wh- who is it? And this is the. Isn't this the White Rabbit? I believe is this name of the song. Okay, because it's the Alice in Wonderland is what it's about. Okay. And uh, what well, when in the show is this? Is the most important. I I'm, I don't even know what season this is. Yeah, me neither. Um, I want to say season two, um, but I might be way off base there. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to get emotional cues from that sound. <sighs> I almost had where it was in the show too, but I think we're just going to have to give up. Uh, should we use the hint? Yeah, let's use the hint. We're using the hint. Andy uses his power. The boy, I mean the boys, this his power. What does the boys want to ask me? Um, what are the answers? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Got you there. Motherfucker. Okay. Uh, okay. Give me a hint for where in the show it is. Oh, you, he was it about is in, spill as its load. Oh shit. It is in season one. Okay. Episode one. It's at the end of the episode. Uh, band artist is two words. Okay. So it's a band. It's not an artist's name. He wouldn't have said two words. Cause that's every name ever. So it's a band. Is that Fleetwood Mac? I don't want to sound stupid, but that's where I thought it was immediately. Okay, let's call it Fleetwood Mac because I don't got anything better. You said it plays almost in its entirety? Almost in its entirety, yes. Okay, so then let's call it. Okay, how does it end? How does that episode end? Because yeah, this isn't when very find 11, time. It's when they find Eleven in the woods and it's raining. And she's standing there, I think. The, is that the, the music that would be playing there, though? Yeah. Because it's like. I'm, I'm almost positive that's okay, what let's, it happens. Let's call it that. I'm yeah. not sure, but that's what I'm going with. Okay. okay, so what are your three? Lock them in for me. Fleetwood Mac, White Rabbit, end of the song. Or end the, of the show. End of the episode. You have one point. <sighs> the song title is, in fact, White Rabbit. That I knew. The artist's name is Jefferson Airplane. I knew it. <laughs> and it happens uh, when the uh, Department of Energy person comes in, kills Benny, and Eleven escapes the diner. Oh. It is playing on the radio the entire time and then it escalates when moment. she runs away. See, I told you there was two. That's what I meant. There's Fleetwood Mac, there's Jefferson. <laughs> and I, I do get them mixed up a lot. I'm not sure. going to lie yeah, to you. I, I don't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number seven. You guys ready for this one? No. No. This one is very. We're crying. This one is very 80s. Girls on film. Girls on film. It's called Girls on Film. And Steve taught me this band when we were watching and recovering season one. And I, he loves this song. He loves this band. And I don't remember what it was. So it's in season one, for sure. Not necessarily, because we didn't start covering the show. We did season one immediately and then jumped right into season two. But I think it's season one. Okay. Girls on Film, the artists that we're never going to come up with. No, it might be Duran Duran. I don't fucking know. Okay, let's call it Duran Duran. Well, Girls it's on Film. It's one of those. Duran Duran. Douches. <laughs> Play it again. Uh, it's just girls on uh, film over and uh, over. Girl, yeah, girls on film. Get film. film. Oh, I know what this is. This isn't season one. This is season two. This is in the party where Nancy gets drunk and spills the pure fuel on her shirt. All right, let's go with that. That's when that song happens. Duran Duran, girls on fuel. film at the party. Gentlemen, you have gotten all three correct. That's fucking great go. job. Specifically, this song is playing when Jonathan's entering the party and he talks to Samantha briefly. But then it leads into, yes, Nancy getting uh, stuff built all over. Pure fuel. Wow. And it was <laughs> Wait, Way to go, guys. I'm proud of you. I you learned all that growing. from you, Dad. Watching the show. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, son. I don't like this genre of music this decade just in case anyone listening can't fucking tell i just want to say literally only two maybe three of these songs are from the 80s so far i I know i know i know this is this covers a swath it is a a A wide swath it is a swath you guys ready for number eight you Mm -hmm. play some fucking eminem or some pearl (laughs) jam i got it all right here we go number eight (laughs) That's all we get. That's all you get. I'm gonna go Prince. That is a very classic 80s song. I'm still going Prince? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. With Prince I dude, I have absolutely no clue without learning hearing a little bit more. I feel like you guys should definitely know where it's in the show. I don't. Play Maybe Billy. The song is inc- I should be giving you hints, but the song is a very important culturally iconic scene from an uh, an 80s film that they pretty much rip off in the show in the exact same way you got uh, you're gonna be mad at me you got me stumped steve i'm gonna say billy getting ready for his date that gets interrupted in season two toward the end which is not at all what you just described to me i'm just ignoring your hint (laughs) i'm gonna say prince who is definitely most certainly not based on the uh, instrumental prowess exhibited from what I've heard. Prince is a fucking shredder. Exactly. That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, okay. Like, that's not good enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but he was, like, known to play, like, 17 instruments yeah. on an album by himself, and there's a bunch of stuff going on there. Uh, we're way off base. That's probably the the Whippet guys, uh, for all I know. Diva? <laughs> no, no, no. Should we say that it's Wham? Should we just throw Wham out there? It's got to be a Wham song coming. Chicks love us. We're like Wham. <laughs> Should we say Wham or Prince? Uh, of those two, I would go with Prince. I guess. Okay, Prince. Uh, it's Purple Rain. Let's think about. <laughs> Come on, fuck this, Prince. Let's think about. He said it's an iconic scene uh-huh. that they from another movie that they recreate. Yeah, the whole show is literally based on that. That. Yeah. Snow. That gives me but nothing. This, but this scene is like on the fucking nose. Like it's not like oh, like you can see the inspiration of Alien. No, this is directly the scene. Okay. Yeah, but they dress eleven like ET in season one. It's almost dead on that scene. But the song wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. This song was definitely not playing. It would be mm-hmm. a- can inappropriate. you tell us the characters that are involved in it. I don't think he can. Sure, he can. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let it slide just because I want to help you guys out a little bit. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a kind god. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, God. We Chris um, is on the right track with Billy. Yeah, I, I could just tell it was a Billy sounding thing. Mm-hmm. It could be the pool. I don't know if that's a recreation of uh, like fast times or something. Uh, but when he comes out and he walks by the ladies at the pool, that seems mm-hmm. like something. Play it again. I don't know if that would make sense for the pool. Oh, yeah. Look at him. Here he comes, girls. Okay, I agree with you. That's probably it. The pool? That, yeah, that fits. Okay. We're going to say Billy walking out of the pool in season three. We're going to say, are we still going with Prince? Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to say for no reason at all, Prince, Purple Rain. <laughs> <laughs> Purple Rain doesn't sound anything like it. It's the only Prince song you can think of. You got one point correct. It's the pool? It is the pool scene. Okay. It is a ripoff of the Phoebe Kate's coming out of the pool scene yes. from uh, Fast Times. Uh, it is a song called Moving in Stereo by The Cars. Oh, okay. so close. The car. Oh, I do know that song. Uh, any any cars fans in the room? I love the cars. I know that. song. Clearly not, Steve. Clearly <laughs> not. Okay. <laughs> okay, here come the two Girls hardest on film. Here come the two hardest ones. Yay. Okay, I'm pretty sure that that's in the Lost Sister episode, but I can't think of where. What what's the name of that fucking girl group? That fucking girl group. There's a lot of them, Andrew. <laughs> uh, uh, you talking about June Jet? Uh, maybe. I don't. I feel like Chris should uh, at least be aware of this band. Yeah, it's the one that K-Stew was in. Yeah, she played June Jet. Okay, so then, but there is a band name that I don't know right now that when they were together. I think that if we say June Jet, that's answer enough. Sounds like Bikini Kill, which was a good girl band from the nineties. That is a good girl band from the nineties. It is not Bikini Kill. Can you play play it again? I'm gonna say it's called Dead End Kids. We are definitely. I think it does. I think it is the Lost Sister episode. I think it's like when they're leaving the. after they robbed the convenience store, I think like 11 throws the dude into the closet. You know what I mean? He pulls okay. up the gun and stuff. The fan takes off. They rip off the guest pump. I think round thereabouts. Yeah, I, I would say about that. Yeah. It's during um, the Cali capers, uh, Cali capers, the, the band. I don't know. Uh, the runaways, the runaways. That is the name of that band. I don't think it's that one though, but maybe it is because he said Christian because of the case two stuff. Yeah. So let's go with that. Let's go with the runaways. What was the band name? The Runaways. I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. Song name. What did you guys say for that? Dead End Kids. All right. I'm going to give you two points. Uh, it is during the Cali Capers, specifically when the crew is getting ready to go after Ray, and they give okay. uh, Eleven her makeover, but I think you guys are close enough. You're on the right track. It is The Runaways. They uh, did sing the song. The song title, however, is Dead End Justice. What did you say? Dead End Kids. Damn, that was fucking close for, like, <laughs> we, we were fucking scraping by the bottom of that barrel. Chinny, chin, Let's chin. All right number 10 let's see how it goes this is that's a 70s song right i think it is i'm not 100 sure but i think it's a 70s early 70s i think I'm actually look that up because I don't know when this was released, to be honest with you. Look around. Should we say it's called Look Around? I know the, the band is definitely more associated with the 70s for sure. Oh, fun mm-hmm. fact. It's actually a cover. Interesting. Did not know that. Of okay. a very old song. True yeah. question. Different song. Actually, in the 70s, they stole everything from uh, they were all 40s artists. So <laughs> could have called that. Um, it this, For some reason, it sounds like somebody should be working out. Uh, it feels like <laughs> season three to me. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Um, oh no, this was released in 1987. Excuse me. Really? Yeah. Sorry about that. It's the year we were born, Steven. It was Jefferson Starship. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just say, you guys already heard Jefferson Airplane earlier. Did they sound like this? They did. Oh no, we said Jefferson Starship just now. But it's the, it's same, the people. same people. People? <laughs> Is it? Yeah, yeah it's the same people. <laughs>
1: i actually didn't
0: know that it's the 80s incarnation of jefferson airplane but yeah this does not sound like them okay so play it again i don't know pat benatar sure yeah let's go with that uh, have you guys said the other stuff uh look around by pat benatar when in the show this is, I have no idea. Probably look around. I maybe uh, when they walk into the like uh, Max and, and Eleven shopping at Star Starcourt. Is that not that's fun enough? Sounding the Battle of Starcourt. It doesn't sound. Well, when did you say when they're shopping? Yeah, just no, like girls a, just want to have fun the whole time. Okay, uh, pretty sure. Which is Cindy Lauper, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if that one was in here, you'd have gotten it. Maybe that was happening before that they started started doing the actual shopping and it's like what should we do first or whatever yeah i just picture like a when you first walk in maybe it's even when the boys walk in to the mall and you know they're after he fights with 11 and they're actually going, going to shopping. shop for her you want to go with that sure it's wrong okay. but yes uh the, the boys shopping pat Benatar, look around you have gotten all three incorrect <laughs> damn there we go baby the song title is hazy shade of winter the crazy shade of winter. That makes sense. Uh, the artist <laughs> is the bangles. The bangles. And it is in season one, episode two. It is the very end of the episode, right after Barb gets taken to the upside down and cuts to credits. And this plays over the credits. Nice. That was we nailed it. A difficult one. We got 17 out of 30 points, I believe. All right. I need you guys to roll that D20 to see how the jukebox uh, takes your, uh, your your musical knowledge. 17. That's ironic. Wow. Holy shit. Mythical forces guide this die. Congratulations, guys. Even though you didn't get as many right as you thought you would, you fucking crushed it. You solved that jukebox puzzle. And not only that, the jukebox gives you something in return. Jukebox hero. Plus two. The jukebox jukebox portal is activated as if as if a fiery tear is ripped in the world to the next Mm. as stranger things experts you're familiar with portals like this however stepping through it you're caught off guard you're expecting the upside down but instead you are thrust into a smoky iridescent colored colored world Almost as if you're surrounded by a smoky, iridescently colored sandstorm. You can hardly see in front of you. You guys cling together as not to get lost in this storm. Come here, the boys. (laughs) You calling me Dirty Bank? (laughs) Just out of your field of vision, you can see lightning and energy crackling in the distance. With every clash of energy uh, imprinted on the haze, you can almost make out something. The past? The present; these are all moments from the show's history. You briefly make out a moment when Eleven saves Mike and Dustin from bullies. The next flash, you see Hopper investigating pumpkins. A third happens, revealing Ted Wheeler sleeping on the couch. Language. It's all three scenes. You expect this vision. You expect this vision happens a lot, referring to Ted. Sorry, <laughs> I fucked up the pacing of my own joke. <laughs> you are in the nexus, a space between spaces where all time flows through. Do you guys want to explore a little bit? Before yeah, we absolutely. Out? We um, explore the nexus. We look around. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking around. You're seeing visions being crackled, like can, can, uh, projected I, I in I the like storm. To, can, can we approach a vision or is it dangerous? Like there's lightning and sandstorm. You storm. can approach him, sure. I approach Ted on the couch and I give him the finger. You... i rolled a six you successfully throw out your finger but the vision of ted has already disappeared Ah. replaced by other visions from the show's past okay um they seem to be just surrounding you and just with an earshot you realize what's that i don't know there are other voices in the storm hello not like the ones hidden in the storm's vision these voices seem more real They sound like other Stranger Things fans, seemingly from all over space and time, going to the same hazy, mysterious puzzle that you are. We follow the voices. We follow the voice. We go to the sound of the voice. You cry out to them, but can never actually find them. They're always just out of reach. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I use true sight. Activating true sight, you see something in the distance. It's not people. It's not the sounds of the voices that you're hearing, but three poles stuck into the ground. They are colored red, white, and blue. You see that there's America. Something. There's see you see energy crackling out of the three of them, but they're off in the distance. I do the only obvious thing. I grab the red pole. You're nowhere near them. So nowhere near. Like we're not going to get there if we try to walk. Well, you're you just you you. you you use your true sight and they're off now, in the distance. Now we know they are there. We okay, approach let's the poles. Let's go to the poles. We run right, to the poles. You, you approach. The I dance salaciously and seductively on the red pole. <laughs> Twenty motherfucker, you touch the red pole and you're doing a great show. I mean, Demi Moore and striptease would be so fucking jealous of your moves and hit gyrations. You even do the like touching your ankles bit. You're, you're crushing it, Andy. Or the boys are a little uncomfortable by your prowess when Tricking you off. do touch. When you do touch this red pole. Uh, a red bolt of energy shoots out away, uh, striking the ground, leaving a burnt, smoky crater. It seems like the beam was looking for a hostile target that was not there. It did not go after you, but it shot the ground near you. So I can control okay. the pole. I touched the blue pole. Uh, A loud wailing noise erupts from the pole. Ah! You cover your ears. What seems like an eternity before the noise stops. Okay. The sound may have stopped, but it seems to have attracted something else. Not the voices you heard earlier. Something sinister, but dogs demo dogs, demo dogs. Okay. So we know they begin to surround you taking aggressive positions. (sighs) at any point they could strike you what have you done you guys go back to back you're circle around these demo dogs what's going to happen what do you do we both grab the red pole you grab the red pole uh you you're going to roll for that pole roll do we both roll 14 you guys gyrate together on the red <laughs> <pole>. <laughs> creating just Dirty Mike and the boys I shout uh... boys <laughs> bolts of energy that are red go striking out everywhere, zipping and zapping and striking every demo dog around you, leaving nothing but burnt, charred demo dog corpses all around the few that survive run back into the, the sandstormy time mists uh, uh but you have left several of them dead. Wonderful. Okay. Now we uh, uh we have to... Pole. We have to stroke the is it it's Red. Yeah, white. We stroke the white pole. White energy explodes from the pole. Hold on. Yeah, white As energy. I would expect. I was, I was like, wait, am I reading the right pole? Uh, white energy explodes from the pole straight into the sky creating a sort of eye in this storm. That's your never vision, happened before. Your vision is unobstructed directly above you. You can see the sky directly above you. Um, maybe if you act activate your true sight again you can see what a little bit more of this. I activate my true sight. Right, so I, sorry, you, you went. I didn't know if your true sight was activated, so activated. That's why I threw that out there. Yeah. You activate your true sight. Uh, you see another vision of the Chronomancer. He here. He was in this very same spot before you guys arrived. You see the Chronomancer going up to the pole. He takes he takes both hands. He wraps both his hands around the pole, and he begins working it and and sort of like he's digging <laughs> it into the ground. <laughs> fuck yeah chronomancer as he does it the beam of light that is shot straight into the air begins to be directed he can control where that beam is aiming he begins aiming it through the cloud of uh time sandstorm he seems to be looking for something specific until boom he finds the memory in question the memory in question that he's looking for is that of will Byers trapped in his shed hoping that the demogorgon does not find him with with the, the 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 beam pointing where he needs to go he walks towards it and the beam deactivates okay uh well we're gonna grab this the white pole we grab white too, pole and we do the same thing we work it into the ground <laughs> we <both work> hands <laughs> <laughs> and, until uh, the white shoots out and into the shed where we we follow the chronomancer right yeah same memory You have solved the nexus puzzle. (laughs) You follow the beam and and run as fast as you can because you know that, you know, will Byers and upside down monsters don't go, you know, hand in hand together. You know what I mean? You get there to the portal memory only to discover you're too late. You have failed to save will Byers. He lies there in the upside down dead. What? You're not in the upside down. You're looking through the portal. You see his dead body. Uh, you, you begin to despair. What have we done? Will Byers is dead. That means there's no stranger things show. All this time and effort you put into your lives, devoting to the show is for nothing because the boy is dead. Uh, what are you gonna do? But then you, you begin to hear it again. It says, oh my God, guys, it says voices. It says voices again. The ones that seem like different people also trapped in the nexus with you. Are you all in different places in time and space trying to achieve the same goal? To stop the chronomancer and save Will Byers? You call out to the closest set of voices you can hear. A bright beam of light rushes towards you through the time stone. You jump back as the beam hits the doorway you're standing next to. In that instant, you can see Will's eyes briefly begin to open before closing again in death. The beam seems to have reversed time in that doorway for just a second. You begin calling out to the other voices, hoping they can all hear... Hear you and focus their nexus energy towards you. You try yelling and swearing, but you know that attracts. But you know what attracts fans most: trivia, interesting discussions of their favorite TV property. It's time to ask them all the questions about Stranger Things. You need to hurry though. If your yelling has uh, your yelling seems to have start uh, started attracting lingering dogs we are now in the portion of. Nexus trivia, my dude. Nexus trivia. So, what Nexus trivia is? Have you are you guys familiar with Family Feud? Somewhat, like the Steve Harvey show, right? Before yeah, he will ask you a question, you just like things you brush your teeth with, Boom. naked grandma, and someone will say naked grandma, and they'll say survey says, and if yeah. naked grandma is the right, number but there one. has to be an audience to poll for commonality. Yes, I have already polled. That's what the survey thing was. Yes. Wow. Listener, if you participated in the survey monkey link that I put out, this is what this was for. So I want to say thank you so much to everyone who did that. Uh, I have polled the audience. They have given me their answer to these 10 questions. So you guys aren't telling me what you think is factually correct or in your own opinion correct. You have to tell me what you think is the popular answer correct because these these are subjective questions sure i know that steve has a lot of friends are big into always sunny and there's an always sunny episode where uh, charlie gives all these wrong answers that end up being right because it turns out he was bold and he gave all these shitty answers and i feel like those are some of the answers that are probably going to end up being in here so i'm racking my brain trying to remember what they were <laughs> Are you guys, do you guys understand? Do you have any questions before we go on? No, we understand. All right. Question number one. As polled by all of the listeners, who is your favorite Stranger Things character? Okay. You guys need to tell me the number one result. Oh, you uh, guys are just, they're just staring at each other. Everyone. They just started looking at each other. Eleven? Eleven. Is that your final answer? Mm, is that what they're going to say? Or Hopper? I want to go with Hopper. Yeah, let's say Hopper. Hopper? Yeah. I'm sorry. And that's way too loud. I'm sorry. I had that up. It's not me. even on the list. Hopper was second. Okay. Number- so we, we have to figure out the number 1. There is no yeah. family feud points first. Yep. Yeah. You have to get the you have to get the number 1. Okay. Hopper was second. Number 2 with 50% of the polling is none other than Steve Harrington. Wow. Okay. Can you believe that, Steve Harrington? We love Steve. Oh yeah, Steve's awesome. awesome. Steve. Steve. Second question: What movie or TV show inspired Stranger Things the most? E.T. But I don't know what they would say. What do you mean? What would they say? Like the the respondents to your question. I think I think the fact is E.T. I think, but could so also be alien. You let them put in anything that they want as there? Yeah, answer, it was an right? open-ended oh, question. Uh, there was we'll get to it. I, I wrote on my paper here like any call-outs of like fun information. So like mm, Hopper was second teenage. was the fun. There's a couple ones that people put in complete joke answers. Mm-hmm. Um, i to put I'm gonna say E.T. Yeah, I'm gonna go with ET as well. That is correct. With an astonishing 70% of the vote, ET. I think this was the most. Hands down, victory was E.T. Hmm. in this question. Uh, some other you know, films that were suggested were Stand By Me, Aliens, Nightmare on Elm Street. Those were a couple other ones that were in there uh, contending. Number three, what is your favorite episode? <sighs> the Sauna Test. Is that is that your favorite episode or what you think everyone chose? I think that that's what they'll choose. The Sauna Test. Or maybe it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be one of the finales. Or it could be a joke answer, the lost sister. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with the sauna test, but uh, I'm sure. what, what do you think? Let's go with the sauna test. Sauna test, final answer? Yeah. Ah! I'm sorry, it is season two, episode nine, The Gate, with 30% of the vote. With uh, just one less vote, it was the Battle of Starquart. So, so both finales. Good call. Number four, best snack to eat while watching Stranger Things. Reese's Pieces, people Eggos, egos. Yeah, they're gonna say egos. What? I have to be honest with you. I teed that question up thinking it was gonna be a landslide. Egos. Only one person wrote down egos. the The answer is actually a tie for twenty percent each between popcorn and gummy worms. God damn it! Just they picked <laughs> random snacks. It really, it really was. Hot uh, pockets. Some some other fun options were Thin mints, were fluffer nutters. <laughs> And uh, I'm pretty sure Phil wrote this in because he's the only one nerdy enough to write Gah, which is a Klingon treat in Star Trek. That's 100% I, I Phil. Would, I would be confident and saying that. pretty sure. So when Stranger <laughs> Things season four starts in a couple hours, I'm going to heat up a bowl of Gah. That All sounds right. like, never mind. <laughs> Number five, least favorite Stranger Things character. Character. Mike. That's our least favorite. I think that's everybody's. Really? Yeah ah did we get okay. an email recently about calling him a miserable fuck that's just what steve says every I, time I we see. watch it that's what i call mike <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say okay it's okay i think mike. it's will unsurprisingly i think a lot of people shit on will out in the world but i know it, smart folks know it's mike yeah well the, our listener base is a discerning crowd that's true so let's go with mike I'm sorry. It is Ted Wheeler oh, with 20% of the vote. I will say obviously. that every single member of the Wheeler family got at least one vote, which is really fancy. Yes. Yeah, so one person baby voted Holly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You know what? I, I forgot about Holly. Okay. You're right. So Holly, baby Holly did not. There <laughs> wasn't that one person like, you yeah, know, that baby that has no lines. Fucker. <laughs> okay. All right. We're not doing great. We got one point. All right. Number six, the most dangerous antagonist. 19. I rolled a 19. <laughs> that doesn't help you. <laughs> oh, uh, we still have hints, by the way. Or yeah. A hint. I, okay. Uh, most dangerous protagonist. Antagonist. Or antagonist. 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 It's got to be the mind flayer. There's only a few antagonists. There's demo dogs. Here's Dr. Brenner, well, now that they said that Ted's the worst, like these are not discerning folk, <laughs> these are dumb folks. Ted is and, the worst, hey, they were, they're fans of our podcast. <laughs> that we should have known that just because you have this fan theory that Ted Wheeler is going to come out of this a uh, hero doesn't mean, <laughs> um, okay, you said mind flare, yeah, uh, yeah, let's go with that. With 80% of the vote, it is the mind flare. A couple really funny suggestions that people wrote in. Someone wrote David Harbour's calves. <laughs> nice. And then one person wrote Barb. <laughs> Hashtag justice for Barb. She's coming back with a vengeance. That's season four. <laughs> uh, number seven. Favorite song to have played during the show. Oh, that's obviously Jefferson's Starship. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the, the, we're not the ones to ask for this. People would say the class should I stay or should I go. Okay, let's say the clash. And you're going to be so disappointed. Is it it's heroes. It's the never ending story. Oh, oh. does that oh. count? <laughs> Did that play, though? Yeah, it's a Te- cover. Technically. Yeah. By Susie and Dustin. Yeah. There were co- And, and it's covered again by Max and Lucas. This was the most divisive. Or actually, I'm sorry. It's the second most divisive uh, question we had. There was a there's a lot of diverse questions or answers. Never a story got everyone wrong the word, like the idea was mine. So, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Uh, um, number, the two that we got right, they were your ideas. <laughs> number eight, most impressive actor or actress. Um, I want to say that it is Noah Schnapp, but maybe call for the hint here. People might say. Winona Millie Ryder. Bobby Brown I know. just because she has so much love you know what I mean to give to receive David Harbour has a lot of love to give Winona Ryder I don't think would be the answer I love Winona Ryder though me too I love her I'm gonna call in my hint you're calling in your hint? yeah alright um, it is not Millie Bobby Brown or David Harbour okay Ooh, then and I'm it's... gonna say Noah Schnapp Either they're big fans of our show and they agree that it's Noah Schnapp or you were right and it's Winona Ryder. And I don't know which one to go to. Well, Winona Ryder was already established wonderful. So then I would say Noah. I think you were right. It's Winona Ryder. Noah Schnapp. It is Noah Schnapp. Nice. With 30% of the vote, David Harbour and Millie Bobby Brown were close second. They were tied okay. for second. Okay. Okay. We got to go with our gut and just yeah. say they, they listen to streaming things. Damn. God damn it. Number nine. This is a fun question. I got a ton of very fun answers. Oh, no. Uh, it is the most diverse results uh, with only this. There's only one ten 10% of the vote. Um, two people suggested it. Number nine. An animal 11 would keep as a pet. Okay. <laughs> Christ. Uh, I was running out of ideas. For questions. <laughs> and I thought this would be genuinely fun to know. A cat? But only two people said it, but that was the winner. I'm going to go with cat. What do you think, Andy? Turtle? Mm-hmm. Turtle. I would have said a dog. <laughs> Sorry, I loved you. Mm, turtle. <laughs> <laughs> turtle. A hamster? I, I cat is probably the answer. I, Even though cats are bastard animals... <laughs> damn don't throw shade on cats no, i don't like it It might be something silly but it's two people were saying the same amount of silly so hamster i'm okay with i don't know you want to go hamster or cat no well so far your gut has proven true more than mine and you have the true sight so a true <laughs> sight that's i don't i don't let's think see, i'm gonna get this one let's say cat correct yes. it is cat do you guys want to hear see, some... i believed in you <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to hear some really great suggestions people wrote Yes, please. Uh, uh, A pony? They wrote, 11 is a total horse girl. (laughs) That's the quote. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Hermit crab. And my personal favorite, Mike Wheeler. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good answer. That's a good answer. And last but certainly not least, I'm going to preface this and say this was meant to be a fun stranger things listener inside joke and no one got it so i'm sorry going into this if you lived in hawkins approximately how many miles would your home be from mike wheeler's house oh no (laughs) so instead of really close that's your hint the joke failed yeah instead (laughs) of really close it's supposed to be steve's house is the joke right really close is the joke yeah yeah but okay 69 miles I was going to say 420 miles. <laughs> we're just trying to think of good numbers. What would most people say? Were, were there Hawkins any two answers small? that l- were the same? Yes, really. There were three. Sixty-nine. There, there were three of these questions were the same. Uh, again, think of it as the context of people who don't get the joke, but they're trying to think of. Stranger uh, there things related. Eleven stuff. miles. Okay, eleven yeah. miles. That is correct. Good job, Andy. Five (laughs) five points out of ten. Not bad. Not bad, guys. We scraped it out at the end. Give me that roll. Give me a roll. What we got? What we seventeen? What what's seventeen and five? That's twenty two, right? Yes, sir. Uh, holy shit, guys. We have a plus two modifier too. We don't need that. I don't know how that works. (laughs) We got a brain. We got a brain. (laughs) You and your allies have done it with Bob. all the nexus energy so that plus two uh added to your score nice okay from the so that was nexus energy that the juke Pot gifted you and uh, you got two more points you actually had 24. 27 so because you, you wrote you get with the roll you went to 22 and then with okay. two more points at 24 uh you guys have sex- successfully done it that that i just gave you uh is an extra clue for the next round it's the last round right the last round you and your allies have done it with the nexus energy converging on your doorway you see time reverse will buyers raises back up he's alive again you've saved yes. the show you've saved noah schnapps will buyers before you can celebrate too hard though bam from behind you you are knocked from behind into the portal itself you guys fall into the upside down you're there guys Whoa. you fall to the feet of will Byers when you look up and see him he's you see him we're in where The the upside down? Yeah, but where are we at? Uh, Like in his uh, yard. In his shack, right? Yeah. We're in the F shack. (laughs) with dirty Mike (laughs) and the boys. Yes! Yes. Get out of here, Will! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That was a long way (laughs) to get to that joke. (laughs) you look up and see will's face he's not looking at you he's looking behind you frozen in fear you slowly turn dramatically to see what pushed you into the door can you guys guess what pushed you in the door the chronomancer the chronomancer he must have realized what you were doing you tell young william to hide and you stand up to face your foe i need you to hide (laughs) This won't be easy. Good. Then the Chronomancer steps into the the upside down through the portal. He says, You've gotten in my way for the last time. And he hurls a, a, a red fireball at you. Uh, roll to dodge. Andy, you roll bud. Andy the one. Like <laughs> what what is it? It's a four. And he goes to roll, but he actually trips over his shoes. <laughs> the, the fireball strikes him he gets a glancing blow on the side of the head it doesn't kill him but it does like take off like most of his hair <laughs> the boys no <laughs> but chris you are able to discern even though you're scared for andy you realize you kind of laugh at him but you realize when he's okay you're like oh andy oh you're fine <laughs> idiot but you realize Wouldn't in you that moment your- When the fireball screamed past him and hit the nearby tree, the tree shriveled up and died almost as it was as it was aging at an accelerated rate and becomes dust. Uh, There's something about this, that fireball that went past you. It is distilled time. Maybe you can use your own knowledge of past events in this upside down to deflect the fireballs back at the chronomancer as he attacks you. Maybe this, <laughs> this, I think, I think we can use our, our brains here. So this, brings Dirty Mike, us, <laughs> this brings us to the upside down trivia. So if it's condensed time, did it make my hair gr- streak gray? It made you bald. Oh God. You damn. lost your hair. Sorry, buddy. You I ate away. You damn. get to look forward to that. Like half your head kind of looks all vain. Genetics. <laughs> <laughs> upside down trivia. So the rules of upside down trivia, it is similar to Jeopardy, but it's this. I'm going to give you a genre Uh and then I'm going to give you an answer. It is your guy's job to ask me the question that correlates to that answer and genre. Gotcha. So for instance, if I wanted to say, I if I said place is the genre and then I said, Andy's house, your answer would be, where are we recording Stranger Things tonight? Okay. Right? Does that make sense? Sure. And you're doing this because you're in the Upside Down. You're deflecting the sh- the knowledge of the show you have's memory back at the chronomancer to defeat him. Yeah. All right? Yeah, baby. Are you guys ready? We are ready. Yeah. Upside Down trivia question number one. The genre is occupation. Okay. The answer is Radio Shack. Uh, who... Who is wait? No, how, how do we phrase the question right? Because it's Bob Newby, but what, where does Bob Newby which, work? Which, which, oh, where, where does Bob Newby work? Yeah. Okay. Where does Bob Newby work? That is correct. You guys got it. You guys picking it up. Number two, dental condition is the genre. Answer is cladio-cranial dysplasia. What disease does Dustin have? I will accept that, yes. Or it's not a disease or whatever. Condition. Condition, yeah. That's yeah. That's Sorry. Cool. I know what you mean. They want to be ableist. Uh number three, costumes is your genre. The uh-huh. answer is Michael Myers. Uh what, Max. What costume does Max wear at Halloween? I and mean, you guys are crushing this fucking upside-down trivia. Uh, genre is surnames. The answer is Holland. Tom. <laughs> Oh, I'm just a Spider Man. <laughs> Hello, it's me, famous Holland. British person Tom Holland. I'm a huge fan of strange. I things. love how you always make him sound like okay. tiny Tim. Do, do we, Please, sir, Oliver hey, Twist. I want some more Spider Man. <laughs> um, okay, Holland. Uh, who? Wh- what are Lucas and Dustin's last Zendaya name? Zendaya are so tall. Um, <laughs> Lucas is she not Holland. Me I I'd like to be her backpack. I don't know, but I don't. I don't think it's them. Um, surnames. Holland. hmm hmm I think it's maybe like season three, the mayor, or uh, like the girl Heather, her, her parents, her surname. He's like the head of the paper. You know what I'm saying? The head of the Hawkins newspaper. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, it's one of those people, I think. Because that's the only time we get a lot of surnames. That's, that seems far-fetched for... How do you ask that answer? Ask what are the What is the editor in chief's surname? What is the Hawkins editor's name? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. I'm sorry. I was looking for it. What is Barb's last name? Barb, Barb Holland? Really? Okay. Mm, number five, Never occupation. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Just for Barb, guys. <laughs> You're going to have them coming at us hot, man. Good thing this is on our Patreon and only four people listen to it. <laughs> hey, 14. <laughs> uh, number five, occupation is your genre. The answer is private investigator. Oh, that's uh, Murray Bauman. Yeah, what is the... Yeah. Oh, sorry. I guess I didn't let yeah. you a- ask a No, it doesn't matter. We got doesn't it. Matter. you got it. <laughs> so, uh, number six, password. The answer is Ratagast. Uh, that's the what is the password to get in the castle buyers? Goddamn, Andy, you're killing it. <laughs> you're killing it, boy. Uh, Which yep. is a Smurfs reference. <laughs> Just want the fucking extra points, bitch. Oh, it's, it's Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is there a Radagast in Smurfs? I don't think I don't there no, is. No, there isn't. No. Oh, okay. That starts with a G. Gra- Gargamel. Gargamel. Was, yeah. uh, number seven, genre, pet names. Answer. Yurtle. Oh what? You didn't say muse. Uh, What is the name of Dustin's turtle? Great job, Andy. Holy shit. You're killing it, my Squirtle. dude. Squirtle. What is the name of the lamest Pokémon of the 3? Squirtle. Squirtle's pretty cool. <laughs> Squirtle. Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur is, definitely is the worst. my favorite. What? Yeah, swear. Andy's the Ted and he's of the streaming things, little <laughs> Bulbasaur. <laughs> Bulbasaur. If you want to play Pokémon, if you want to play the original Pokémon in easy mode, you pick Bulbasaur. Yeah, he's the strongest. He's Pokemon. the strongest at the Really? Game. Yeah, Charmander? But, no, cuz Bulbasaur has a strong type against the first two gyms, whereas Charmander is a weak against the first gym and neutral against the second one. Or, no, he's weak against the first two. Charmander is what you pick if you want to go in hard mode. Because it's starting off, starting out, it's harder for him. All right, we so got go to stop. You're making the listeners too horny. We better yeah. move on. Like, oh, say Charmander <laughs> again. You're squirtling all over the place. <laughs> uh, do the Charmander voice. Charmander! Char, char. char-, char. Uh, <laughs> number eight, genre is prizes. The answer is X Men number 134. Uh, what is the prize for the race in episode one between you got it? It's one Dustin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to string that off too long. Uh, number nine code names is the genre. The, it's the answer, game I just played. The answer is golden Eagle. Oh, golden uh, Eagle, golden Eagle, Golden Eagle. bald Eagle was Murray Bauman's name. Mm, so one would assume that's not Murray Bauman. Then it would have, it's one would assume that, <laughs> I don't remember. So I I don't think that's one of the kids. Well, is is this a a code name that's happening in season three? No, not necessarily. But what other code names are there other than the radio handles of the kids? And then later that is transferred to the adults when they're together in season three. I do want to shout out. You guys have two clues. We do you have you have Andy's intrinsic perk and you got the clue that you that's earned. an extra hint is what that that's is an extra. clue. Oh, and we have only two questions that was going to help us answer a question <laughs> like that is a clue. Upgrade. That is an extra. Clue. That is what it's going to be because do. true sight does not help you in the upside. Correct. Down because true sight allows. You OK, to we've only got two questions. Let's use one now yeah. and one next. Let's, let's use mine. Hint, please. Uh, the hint is this is for a character named Jim, a character named Jim. Okay, so is it, what is Hopper's code name? <laughs> <laughs> In the moment, I couldn't figure out, like, what, how do you make a hint off that? That's like uh, uh, David Harbour. <laughs> it is, here's the answer uh, Number 10, the genre is math equation. The answer is 6.62607004. What is Planck's constant? God damn, he's done it. That is correct, my dude. Give me a roll. Give me a roll. Give me a roll. One. So we got 10. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we, just... we got to the very end and rolled oh, ourselves to losing. no. <laughs> Despite being... Amazing trivia, people. You're you're, throw, you're you're deflecting so well everything that the chronomancer shoots at we you. Die! You deflect it back. But the chronomancer is just one step ahead of you at all times. He's merely distracting you from the demodogs that are also sneaking into the realm. I like, run back! I and, dance on the pole and again! Like raptors, they shoot from the sides, they tear you all apart unfortunately you guys suffer a violent death in the upside down but not before you see him also kill will thus ending stranger things uh, you guys have failed to save will byers and you have failed to leave the upside down and you have failed to live <laughs> we were only are, i warned you no points and may god have mercy on your soul that could not have gone worse for you holy shit dirty May. what do we need to win if you had gotten a two (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so just a little bit behind baseball these rolls i have you guys doing after the trivia i take your points that you earn in trivia i have you roll i combine them into three possible outcomes a bad result a good result and a great result if you had gotten 11 points you would have beaten the chronomancer saved will but gotten stuck in the upside down for and, and uh, a perpetuity a great perpetuity thank you if you had gotten 21 you would have done all those things but also made it home yeah so uh there's yeah. a plus two multiplier help or was that only for that, the was, last thing? that was the last that one. was yeah. the nexus yeah, that the the nexus. that's nexus i throw a brain at it <laughs> you've already thrown the brain at it no Andy andy's just hint we didn't need the brain, brain. But- uh another, Which, another the brain thing- is worth 10 points Steve, that was wonderful. I'm sorry that we failed and died horribly. <laughs> that was just bad luck on the balls. It was just terrible we luck. We crushed everything with the shit. music. And even the music, we got 17 out of 30. Yeah. It's like almost passing in most public schools. Yeah, it th- th- so, was just on brand for us to die at the end. Yeah. The, the music round, I had the easiest rolls because I knew you guys would suffer with that one the most. Yeah. Um, I did have this one with the hardest rolls because it is the final boss. Yeah. I will say that if you had gotten the great result in the first round, Connie and James would have survived survived and they would have ah. come back in this round and they would have sacrificed themselves had you gotten an answer incorrect oh that's pretty good so the first question you would have gotten incorrect they would have jumped out of like the portal like we're here and they would have <laughs> taken a fireball James. and you guys would have gotten a free point uh that was two oh. pokemon references i worked into this game somehow i'm not even a fan yeah that's right <laughs> wait so how did we do in the round one we did okay yeah Round we one, did a lot the- of good uh questions we got like one wrong Did we roll yeah, let me let me look back so we got eight out of ten right. round one you bare you scraped into the good result you got an 11 which was the lowest roll you could have gotten to have gotten the good result like i said the great result would have been you saved james uh connie and james okay and they would have come back later uh the music round you guys did get the great result uh, because, like I said, I scaled that one easiest. Uh, the good result would have been you solved the jukebox puzzle and the door opens, but you wouldn't got, have gotten that plus two. And the bad result would have been you failed the puzzle, you kick the jukebox hard to get it to work, but it drains energy out of you, and you would have go- gone into that round with a minus two. Oh, Okay uh but yeah so that was that was incredible steve that was thank wonderful. you so much oh my gosh i'm so I hope glad the liked listeners it. uh enjoyed that steve worked for weeks on that we had no idea we couldn't know what he was doing or the game wouldn't be as good or as fun so he had to do it by himself did you guys like the co-op nature oh it was great Dude, I, I, I think I, andy all was all about co-op andy we play so a lot fun. of tabletop board games and andy hates the ones where we compete he likes co-op games so that was his eyes lit up you did a great job um, I hope that was a good time. That you listeners enjoyed this. We may drop this some weeks later uh, after the Patreon listeners listen to it, just because Steve put in so much hard work. Maybe I think the other thousands of people should maybe hear this. That's just my opinion. We'll I'm talk okay about that. Um, as always, you can email the show at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. I'm sure our uh, recap episodes of season four are already live. Start listening to those. If you have not yet done so, please rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening to it, be it Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Play or Stitcher, whatever. Uh, because there's a lot of Stranger Things podcasts out there and we want to be number one. Number one, number one. That'll be difficult because there is a show that started first that actually named theirs The That's hard to beat. However, we're actually only number three. We're not far behind. I'm going to bleep that out so they don't even hear what it's called. (laughs) (laughs) It's called beep. Uh, We're number three, so we're not far behind. So anything you can do to boost us up, we'd appreciate that. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being a Patreon subscriber. That's all the time we have right now. My name is Chris. I'm the boys. (laughs) I'm Steve. (laughs) And this was Streaming Things. Happy streaming.